Episode 72, folks, with Tommy Sanito and Peso. Amazing hour-long conversation with up-and-coming R&B artist and rapper Peso and his manager, Tommy Sanito, who has a tremendous presence here in Cleveland, Ohio, in the hospitality business, uh, restaurants, and uh, obviously is now getting involved in the music industry as well. Fascinating conversation. Uh, really appreciate these guys coming on, and they share a lot of fun, fascinating, and insightful stories and information about both of their paths, how they connected, where their careers are going, and uh, look forward to seeing what happens with these guys in 2019 and beyond. So thank you guys for coming on. Appreciate you. And uh, sit back and relax, as always, everybody. And welcome the two and only Tommy Sanito and Peso. The Optimal Life. Uh, I liked it a lot. I liked your music a lot. I, I was listening to this morning, and Tommy sent me over about 10 different songs. I didn't listen to all of them. But he sent me over, the first one you sent me over, and I was like, man, this dude sounds like Drake. Everyone says that. Everyone that says that. On, like, that on that first track. That first track. You guys sound just radio. like that. We did that track for the radio. Uh-huh. You know, the that's day, not Peso. We did that. Yeah. Talking about uh, Stardom. Stardom. Yeah. Stardom's heavy. Yeah. We work hard on Stardom. Yeah. I forgot Extremely hard on Stardom. Yeah. 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 So that, uh, I was listening to that when I was at the gym, finishing up at the gym this morning. I was like, damn, dude, this guy's got some some good shit because you sent me that video and i was like okay i couldn't really tell what was going on right. from just the video session but right when right. i was listening to your actual tracks this morning man very very interesting very talented yeah we're live okay we're live okay. i yeah, just yeah. wanted to make sure okay. yeah no, we just yeah. we just we just started going awesome, so, awesome. Yeah. definitely give a variety of music yeah peso works crowd. extremely hard you know how'd you guys meet it's an interesting story you know um i've always it was always it was always kind of uh uh mutual relationship you know we were never direct friends i knew people who knew people in high school that knew him and um they were fans of his music what's this try to be a rainbow in somebody's cloud nice peso just handed me a wrapper we're eating chocolate we're enjoying ourselves <laughs> <I'm sorry>. we're, <laughs> having, <laughs> we're having fun so, so uh so you guys met you and peso met just through in, in high school or yeah while well, i was in high school i was um Turned on to uh, Peso's music by a couple of friends. Never really uh, listened to it. Where'd you go to high school? I went to university school. Okay, cool. Where did you go, Peso? I went to various high schools throughout South Florida. So when did you move here? Um, five years ago. And you just ended up hearing his music? Yeah. yeah. Randomly uh, or? I don't know. Right, yeah. Peso, give a give a little, a little bit over five years ago. Uh huh. Give a background on where you went to high school. What mm. and what recently happened there, and why that's monumental. He was explaining to me this morning. That's why. I mean, it was. South Broward High School. I mean, South Broward High School, which was in Hollywood. Uh, Boyd Anderson High School. But the most important high school that I went to in, in South Florida was um, Stoneman Douglas, which is in Coral Springs. That they just had a mass shooting. Oh yeah, I was gonna just say. So I went. To, I went there for two years, and it's it's it's, it's emotional to talk about because I know wow, I know the right. teachers and I know the. Did you know somebody that was killed? Um, no, I didn't. Okay. Because I'm older. Right. I definitely. You know. But but it's a connection. Yeah, it's, it's like somebody doing a shooting at the university, or I went to Brush. Right. I know it's, the coaches. Right. You want to get you want to get back to where you came from. Oh my you know god, I mean? man! And that he, is and terrible. He isn't a Cleveland artist. He is from the south. He doesn't rap like a Cleveland artist. Mm -hmm. He doesn't rap like anyone. But you know, he really tries to be himself. But he is. He doesn't identify to be from Cleveland. So what? Ha how did what? How did you hear his music? How did that come? I out? well, Peso was. Um, 
Yeah, he's gotten into a little bit of trouble growing up, just whatever. He looks like a nice guy. He's a very nice guy. He's a very nice guy. <laughs> Everybody looks nice. He looks like place. a nice guy. He's got his sunglasses well, on down well, here. Look at this. Gasol. Yeah. So I was, I was never... We all make bad, bad decisions. It takes a while. got to learn. You know? Live and learn. Yeah, as long so as you learn. Basically, a judge yeah. sent him up to Cleveland, um, where his grandmother is. And um, I was first turned on to Peso more of as a human being rather than his uh, music. Mm. I could never... I didn't hear his music and then I said, I want to work with you. That's, right. never, that's never how it went down. I don't think it would ever have worked if that's how it went down. You know? I knew him. I knew him... I saw him as a family guy. Mm -hmm. A guy who works extremely hard. Who, who wasn't born with the same fortunes and uh, blessings that I was. Okay. But it's extremely hard. And I saw myself in him, kind of. You know? Yeah. yeah. He's, very, he's very similar to me. You know what I mean? Isn't that amazing? How two it's, people? It's very, it's very amazing how we come from two complete different opposite sides of the spectrum. He's watching me smash this candy. But we so. are the same. But we are the same person. Really? Because we're, we're, we're very similar. You come from a, a, a more of an affluent upbringing. Yeah. And a successful, yeah. successful family Absolutely. businesses and, and restaurants Absolutely. and hospitality. Yeah. Where did you come from, Peso? What's your back? What was your childhood like? Um, I come from a good family. Uh, most of my life was very was very uh was very pleasant, you know, per se. It was nice. Uh when I got to, when I got to middle school, mother lost her job, stuck in the streets, um living with different families, Haitians, Jamaicans, um sleeping in cars. Really? Wow. Sleeping in cars. Um at what age? Fourteen, thirteen. I mean, I was pulling up to high, a middle school with my shit in the fucking backseat. Like, all of our shit in the backseat. Damn, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. I cover over it because all the kids get drunk. How many people would sleep in the car? Oh, just me and my mom. Wow. So, you know. Jeez, man. I had, it, I had it hard coming up, but I had good people around me. I had good families that we met. I made so many connections. And um, That's one thing. Peso does love everybody. He yeah, talks about it all the time. Where he came from, he said he's been around all sorts of different cultures and he loves everybody. Yeah, yeah. Loves everyone. So how'd you make your way to Cleveland? What happened? I was defending somebody. I stabbed somebody. And, um, you were what? <laughs> I was defending somebody. Uh -huh. I stabbed a person. When you I stabbed was, somebody when, in Florida? Yeah, when I was 17. Okay. And uh, I went to, I went through a, a year process for going to court and the judge decided to send me to Cleveland. When I when I finished high school, but why Cleveland? What, what, what's special my about it? Because my grandmother was here. And oh, she kept, oh, and she kept oh, trying yes. to get in contact. She get, kept getting in contact with the judge, trying to, you know, let him know like that my my grandson isn't a bad person. If he did it, he did it for a reason, you know. Right. And they, I guess they came to agreement that maybe Cleveland, maybe a different a change of environment would be better for him. And that was how many years ago? That you moved like uh, that was a while back. That was probably like seven years. Okay. Years so you're in your mid twenties now. Yeah, I'm in my mid twenties. So. Okay. Give them a little um background to on your dad because that's also why you sent to Cleveland now only if you're comfortable mm -hmm. I mean if you want to because um, because it, it's you, well you know why I say it because I'll be all completely open his father's incarcerated and my grandpa was incarcerated okay they were both in prison so uh -huh. I kind of saw that saying you know another was, connection another right, similarity he was, he was named that. after his father who is in prison and I was named after my grandfather who died in prison right you know and he spent the rest of his life in prison so and my dad and his part of he, I mean, he does real estate, he does restaurants, he does a bunch of other cool stuff, but what his main, he loves prison ministry because of his Really? Family. Yeah. Since his, that he is the biggest prison ministry in the state of Ohio. 
I had no idea. That's his thing. Prison ministry. No he kidding. Loves it. He does computer labs in prisons, does everything. So he goes there like what? It's, it's one of his ministries, but he loves prison ministry because it's the truest to his heart, you know? Because it's very, it's very, it's very personal to him. Uh-huh. Because of his father. Because of his father. His father died in prison and, you know, the, I mean, and he was also, it was a very highly publicized thing when my dad was growing up. Okay. So, you know, I mean, the, everything in the paper and everything depicted this. Was year, it accurate what they used to depict? Well, they, they, I mean, well, he, I mean, what he did was accurate, but still, there's, I mean, there's more of a, he knew who his father was. His father wasn't a great father to him. Right. To him, you know. He wasn't there all the time, but that's that's kind of, I'm saying that's kind of the connection. My dad never, although he although he's made a lot of money in his life, he's never, he doesn't consider himself ever to be better than anyone. No, you know? he doesn't. He goes, I mean, he I don't goes know into that prisons, well, and, that's, and that's his thing. He loves that. That's beautiful, you know? man. That's, and, that, and that's kind of the thing with Peso, though, because... Well, giving back is it's, such an important thing. Service is a extremely right, important thing. And that's thing. what I'm saying. I saw, I saw a guy like Peso who works extremely hard, who's worked extremely hard his whole life, and mm-hmm. has had a couple of bad circumstances and gotten into a little bit of trouble. Absolutely. And then I and you know what I mean? And then I saw more first of all that I like the guy, that I could work with the guy. I can never work with someone who's you know, who's who's not a family guy. Peso, uh, Peso has I got a son and daughter. Right. right. Oh, nice. Right. And a girlfriend. Right. Okay. He's a principal. I mean, he's extremely. He's extremely a family guy. You know? Yeah. Well, I've never, he's important. always with his kid. Always taking care of his kid. His kid's always styled to the nines. I could tell. Look at this guy, man. I need I'm some of this right guy's now. style, man. He's got. You guys got to see. He's, he's got the his, loudest one in the room. He's always. got his button-down shirt with the the, the little army yeah. kind of jacket, badass jacket. Where'd you get that jacket at? Got the jacket. Alpha Sex Fifth. Alpha, Alpha Industries. Industries. That's a badass jacket, man. Yeah, I got it when it first came out before everybody got the passes. Before right. Before they got hit to the passes. Right. Now they just got the plain jeans on there. They don't even have this. <laughs> so what do you do? I mean, what you're, is this what you're doing full-time now? We're doing this full-time. We're making music um, around the clock. Literally around the clock. We have studio five hours per, per session, uh, three times a week, you know. Basically, so basically a day in the life of our relationship right now is he, he'll typically, like, come over... He likes, he's like the city view. So yeah, something about it, when we really got involved, we wanted to change the energy. You know, you want to put towards a positive energy where you can create the very best art that you can. And that's right. part of my responsibility is to give him, to provide him with all of the supplies and different, you know, it's surrounded by good people, people who want to see him succeed rather than fail. How'd you get into this? So I got into this because I'm, so I went to university school and it's it's a very difficult all all guy school right in Honey Valley, um, very like prestigious stuff, you know. Jason Garrett, right, home of Jason Garrett. Right. I didn't do well there at all. I uh-huh. completely like my GPA was horrible, horrible, and I never though applied myself, you know, because I wasn't into it. Right, and then you're not the passionate guy, about I, it. I'm yeah. extremely ADHD, like yeah, I'm I'm very I have to be passionate about what I do. Right, and if I am, I work. Yeah, like a dog. Uh huh. You know, because it doesn't feel like work. Exactly. Right. You hit it right on the head there. So school, I couldn't. I couldn't. People love school, and I absolutely hated school. And I'm thinking, as you know, the teachers are telling you how to do all the stuff, but at the end of the day, they they they've never done those stuff. You know, it's all coming from a book, and that's not the type of guy I am. I've never. I don't. I don't read a lot of books. I'm more of an experiential learner. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, I like to work jobs. I like to talk to people and learn from other people that I respect. I have a lot of mentors in my life that you know that I go to. One of them is my boss, Sonny Gorsanovich. He was the one who's... Oh, yeah, I know Sonny. Right. So Sonny, Sonny was part of the reason. A lot of people know Sonny. <coughs> I know Sonny. He's a, he, hey, man, he, Sonny he's, Jay, Sonny. he's got that charm. He knows, what, he knows, how, to work, he knows how to work the room. He's the man. Yeah. 
So if I, if I didn't have a if I didn't have a guy like Sonny um, Dorsanovich in my life, honestly, I don't think I would have ever been able to stay back in Cleveland and not go to college. Because really? I was I was planning on going to the West Coast, going to college out there. No kidding. Yeah. He knows it. With your with your with your friend <laughs> I appreciate Leah. That. <laughs> Shout out to Leah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would have gone to the West Coast with Leah, huh? Right. Yeah. And, and something changed midsummer. Meanwhile, we got to get more downloads than Leah. You know, Leah's got oh, like we're over get way 50, more. Leah's got like fifteen hundred over Nate, Nate, downloads on that one. We are right. okay. Oh, we're get right. way more. You heard it here first, Honestly, everybody. Heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Hey, getting, cheers to that, cheers man. To that. <laughs> if you could double it, hey, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Uh, that would be awesome. That would be fantastic. Um, so it kind of hit me midsummer. Something kind of sparked up, spark in my head where. I said I never want to do that stuff again. I never want mid summer this past twenty eighteen. Yeah, I was I was currently with where Lee and I were together, and, yeah. and that, which was kind of weird that that I, I I thought of that when I was with her, you know, because we were both going to the West Coast, and I kind of something went off in my head, and it was so strong. Where I said I was never good at school. I'm not going to set myself in a position to fail. Wow, you know what I mean? Because I've always I've always been a people person. I've always I succeed at jobs. I'm extremely entrepreneurial. Now I'm not going to go. If if you if you look at it like this, there are how many guys my age? I'm I'm 19 years old. How many guys my age that are all working towards the same achievement of success? You know, and they're all going to school working with that same achievement. If I'm not good at school, there's a lot of guys out there with 4.2 averages. Why would I go in there to compete with them? You want to set yourself up to be different. You know, make your resume completely different. I guarantee you, there's not a lot of guys my age that are you know doing restaurant by day, studio by night. Oh. That's what I'm saying. So practically nobody. So practically that's, no one. I kind of thought about that. I was like, why am I going to go put myself in a position of that? Something I never did well at. Why am I going to go put in a pool in that with a bunch of geniuses? Yeah. That I don't even like. That I don't talk to. I'm not good at talking to them. Right. I mean, I'm very good at talking to them, but they're not. And like racking up people. the debt. Right. Racking mm -hmm. up the debt. That's what I'm saying. It's a waste of money. You give if me you're that not same money. Sure. You give me that same money. You would put towards a college tuition oh. as an investment into a business, an investment into his music. A couple hundred grand. For sure. For sure. No doubt about it. That's what I'm saying. It's it's. We lived in like a close society where everyone wants to do the same exact thing. It's not even everyone wants to. It's everyone's parents are forced upon because they're scared of being different. You know, they're scared 100%. of. In a lot of in college is not nearly like it used to be. By the way, no. I mean the the power of college has gone away. Peso's reading more uh, things on on the rappers here. What does this one say? In the end, we only regret the chance we didn't take. That I'll, nailed it. Right. Exactly. That's it, man. That's that's the that's theme it, right, right here, man. That's it. That's the thing. That's it. And that's and that's exactly how it was with the restaurant business. You know, I grew up in a family where kind of I grew up, you know, in the restaurant business. My fam my, my my mom and my dad are always talking about, you know, what's going on at the restaurants. And every single time we go to dinner somewhere, the best restaurants, whatever, we'd be looking at what are the flaws, you know? What do they do well? You know, notice that some of the best restaurants in New York City, what do they do well? That's exactly. How do you bring that to yeah. how do you bring that to Cleveland? That was kind of my life just growing up, you know. Marble Room's amazing. Marble Room is all, talk about Marble Room, man. How, how it came about and why you got why why you guys stand out and differentiate yourselves. How you've done it? Well, there's not a lot of restaurants like Marble Room just fly out anywhere. It's 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 it really is different. When we say that it's different, people call. Sometimes people go to Marble Room, and then they call afterwards furious that they went to Marble Room because then I'd say it's a one of a kind experience. One of my They're furious because there's not other places like that. What do you mean furious? Because it's totally different. It's totally different from what they're used to. They want to go into a restaurant, you know, 
and have quiet music so they can enjoy. This is some people I'm talking about. No disrespect or anything. I'm just kind of uh, talking. You know, okay. A okay. lot of people like yeah, to go yeah, to yeah. dinner. You know what I mean? Especially, yeah. especially elderly people. Sure. And I, and I love, and that's me too. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't prefer Marlboro. Room. I prefer other restaurant to eat. But Marlboro, when you go to Marlboro, the energy goes. It's an experience. It's an experience. Yeah. At the end of the night, the music's. Hey, listen. If, if you want something quiet, stick around on the east side. It's the east side. suburbs. Go to Giovanni's. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Go to Giovanni's. Go to ML Tab. Marlboro's in a special occasion spot. Yeah. It's one of a kind. Well, you got the big, saxophone player. You got the saxophone player. You, the you have the best the steaks, seafood, raw bar. You the know, energy pink, is pink ridiculous. Columns, the energy. But that's so that's I have to talk about it because it's, please it's no. That's but this is a big. I want to talk about that's restaurant important. and um, I want to talk about patience. We're, we're getting into everything. Yeah, it's so beautiful. It makes people want to tour the venue. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Those rooms, man. Those yeah. private rooms there are ridiculously beautiful. So, I actually took my lady friend there before I met Tommy. Did you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. For her birthday. It's a cool place, it's man. Beautiful, beautiful. Right. I'll tell you what, you won her over that That's night. That's why I learned you had good taste. You won was, her over was, that night, You won me over to Margaret. I think her name is Margaret. She sat us right under the bull. Yeah? Yeah, it's a very, it's oh, a very it's nice awesome. view. It's you, awesome, you man. Of all of the, I have to say yeah. something, actually, because it's beautiful. Yeah. That bull, um, wait, wait, where you sat, but we actually, when we flew that bull in, when it was, it came into the restaurant, it came with... Giant testicles on the bull that we actually had to saw off because it was in people's face while they sat there. So you like, hey, I lost my appetite. Off, yeah. Literally, and neutered the bull. Right. <laughs> because people were sitting there eating their sushi, who, staring who, up who into the Who ordered the bull with the, big, with the big, who was, ordered the bull? It was all my dad. It was, was it? My dad. That's what, and that's, and no I have to say, because that. my dad, he's very, um, he's very hands-on with everything he does. Yeah. He owns a lot of properties and a lot of units, but he goes into every single unit, goes into the bathrooms, look into the lights in the bug, in the bugs in the light. You know what yeah. I mean? Like crazy stuff. Picking like, crazy like, like the tile, everything. Going all to the, the bathrooms shit. and yeah. just pick out all these little things, point yeah. out to the janitor. And then he'll go get and go get to know the janitor, you know? Well, well that's why he's been so successful, man. But Seriously. It, but that's important because you have to you have to motivate people to want to work for you, you know? One hundred percent. You have to give people the credit. 100%. It's, it's the people in the kitchen, it's everyone that makes the thing work. Marlboroom doesn't work by Frank. One hundred percent. You know? You need you need a great team around you. It's no different than Peso needing you and right, whoever else right. you're bringing into your circle. Right. We bring Faze Jackson in our circle. He's the best engineer. Faze Jackson. Faze That's Jackson. our engineer. Okay. Best engineer on the East Coast. Is he from here in Cleveland? He's from Cleveland, Ohio. Bedford, He's from Bedford, Ohio. Ohio. Bedford. Okay. Not Bedford, too far from here. Good. Um, so Marlboro, my dad Frank, he provided a beautiful um, space. He didn't provide it; was already there. Bones of the uh, Marlboro was there. But we worked with some brilliant artists like um, Greg Lotus. He's from South Beach. Mm -hmm. He's known to be on the covers of Vogue, Playboy, on crazy covers, crazy artistic. And we had these, we had a bo the, the bones of this uh, beautiful space that used to be a bank hall, the National City Bank Hall. And basically you had to, you had to decorate it enough to respect the space. Do you know what I mean? You had to respect the space. Sure. You had to. I mean, you that had place to, is huge. You had to decorate it enough to keep be on the same caliber as the the bones of the building. Yep. You know, someone yeah. worked extremely hard on all of those columns. No doubt. So we had to decorate it. You know, we we brought beautiful artwork. The vault, the vault's beautiful, but it's more than all that. We he he provided us with the restaurant, but then the energy, all that that stuff came from Sunny from from Miami. Really? He he's worked in so many different countries, Dubai, and some of the best nightlife venues and restaurants all across the world. I didn't realize Sonny was so critical to this whole he, process. He's extremely critical. He's the, back, he's, be, he's the backbone behind the whole entire, I mean, he's the director of operations. He's the GM or whatever. Sonny's, yeah. Sonny's, Sonny's the, yeah. He makes, he makes it he's all the, work, he, huh? He makes it all work. I mean, my mom, she's the president of the hospitality company, but Sonny's the, 
He's the operator. He's the operator. And if yeah. we need Sonny. Because he's huge, he's man. the guy who added that other element, though. He brought that, Very nice guy. He brought right? that South Beach, that Dubai, that sexiness to Marble Room that was foreign to Cleveland. And that's why Marble Room became But the, to, became for high. you guys to have the balls to even open that place, because like you just said, it's huge. It's it's overwhelming. The investment had to be absolutely ridiculous. Well, and it's like, to just have the vision, I mean, and to have the balls to do it, man, kudos to you guys. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, it wasn't, I'm going to say kudos to my dad. Well, kudos to you and your family and anyone else that was part of this. He's yeah. worked extremely, extremely So what happened with, uh, you guys ended up opening up Il Venetian pretty Il quickly Venetian. after. So that was when, when he opened up Il Venetian, Il Venetian, um, after he acquired the Key Tower and the Marriott, because he's in real estate, that was one of the, that was really, he's, he kind of, um. His background's more in Section 8 and Market Rate, but he, he really dove into office buildings in Cleveland because of his investment in Cleveland with the restaurants, you know. Mm -hmm. he um, Well, I guess actually it was more of the buildings that came first and then the restaurants. So, you know, uh, Il Venetian came after, after Marble Room came when he moved into Key Tower. And um, there were a lot of spaces in the Marriott. That, Marriott was kind of, it needed a facelift. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if yeah. you've been into the new Marriott, but it's, it's, it's totally different from the old Marriott. I was there when they were renovating it. Right. But what's the difference between the two, like the different themes between the restaurants? If you had a... Okay, so Marble Room, for me, for my, for my night, if I'm going to dinner, it's, I'm going to dinner. If I'm on a date, I'm, going, I'm taking your girl to Il Venetian, and then I'm going to Marble Room afterwards in the lounge for drinks. Damn, look at that, man. Marble Room's a He south. just hit two, two birds with one stone. You see how he does it's that? It's a celebratory He's fucking good, this guy. This guy's good. Place. I can see why you're with him. Il Venetian, Il Venetian is, is a very, it's a more personable experience. The room is smaller, but it's just as beautiful in its own way. It's extremely, extremely beautiful. What is it, Italian? Italian. Modern yeah. Italian cuisine. Um, we had a couple of inspirations, inspiration restaurants of kind of why we built Il Venetian. Mm. That was, um, but it's it's a more personal experience, and it is in a hotel. So that was kind of something that was against us. Yeah. We, you know, it was different because, to be completely honest, nobody um, a Marriott restaurant typically isn't your your full out fine dining experience. What you're looking for, if you're really trying to impress someone, taking investors out to dinner, a date. That's at the end of the day, Marble. That's what it is. It's people love, you know. They love to if they, if they're celebrating a big business deal. They love to go to. Oh Marble yeah, we've had we've had our board meeting there. You no, know, we've had our annual board meeting there. Yeah, yeah. In one of the in that private room, when you walk into the left, right. and then there's a it's like a library room, right. or something there's, like that. But that's the, that's Beautiful. the whole thing, and that's kind of where my position was. My position was, I once we opened up Il Venetian, I started um, managing it in the summer every day. Uh, and this is when I was, um, I, I so I. I moved downtown out of my parents' house because the commute was just the restaurant business too. It's a it's a total night thing, you know. Sure. So it's it's a, it's kind of a. So what's your like? When do you sleep? What what's your schedule like? Five a.m. to noon. Typically. You sleep five a.m. to noon. Typically. Holy shit! I get man. off. I usually get off around work at Venetian Marble around nine o'clock. Then we get. To when the do studio. you sleep, Peso? He doesn't. Sleep. I hardly sleep. You don't sleep. You think I, just, I just got done staying up three days. Three days in a row. I probably got two hours or three hours of sleep. This is Peso's, Peso's work ethic is he works, he'll work hours and hours writing songs and he only writes in his own time, in his own house. He, he and then up 50 hours. And then he comes, I, and stayed then, with, I was with him for 50 hours straight. And then he comes to my apartment and basically I'll, I'll, work, I'll do my work in my room and Peso will be in my living room literally screaming, practicing. Beautiful. Really? Just practicing until he gets it perfect. He'll do thousand takes without getting it perfect. He won't eat will stay up, perfectionist. Then he gets to the studio, and then he does it in a very short period of time. 
but he does it effortlessly. And he's and he's, his when he his demeanor when he goes into the studio, he's extremely confident. He looks in there. He thanks everybody for coming. Thank give us a coming. little something. Thank you for coming, Billy. Give Thank us a little something, Pace. So give us a little, give us a little something. But one of your favorite, like two, two, like a bar or something. I don't know. You give a couple bars. Yeah. I wish you would play a song for them. I will. I, I mean, I could put that on. I could put one of those songs on. A couple on at the end. Yeah, I could put. I could do that afterwards. He will do it though if he wants to do it. But I, I want to hear that the, the, the voice Just live. Just give a little voice. Yeah, a little yeah. Voice. What you did the other day. Let us hear a little something. Baby, show me a good time. I ain't go waiting. Baby, show me a good time. I ain't go waiting. Just some little, just a little something. Yeah, I got, I got, you I guys got to listen to him, man, because he uh, he sounds like Drake in that one song, man. It's he really has really me in here drinking bourbon, asking me to sing. <laughs> <laughs> it was a setup. Hey, man, cheers. Cheers. Wants to win. Cheers to that, wants to win. Yeah, that's <laughs> great, man. That's great. Let's do the water before we go into the studio in heavy tea. That's not thing about Peso. Peso doesn't party. Peso doesn't party. I, a lot I, don't, I hardly drink. I'm not a drinker. That's okay. He'll be completely real up in here. He smokes yeah, yeah, yeah. weed. Yeah. He does That's that okay. For, he does that for his art. You know, it'll be legal in Ohio down. soon enough. Don't worry. It already is medicinal. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it'll be legal like it is in California soon right, enough. Michigan. Or enough. Colorado. I think Trump's going to go nationwide before the second term. You think so? Why wouldn't he? It makes sense. Well, marijuana shouldn't be illegal. That's I mean, what I'm saying. It's, this opioid it, epidemic it, and all the fentanyl pouring this, in. This, this black label is a lot more... Dangerous than losing marijuana. Way more, losing way more uh, brain cells in here. Yeah. Definitely crash your car. Think about place. that. Oh yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. No, I mean marijuana. It just it just mellows you out. I don't know why it's illegal. It's I stay home the right most ridiculous. Anyway. Right when when uh, alcohol it gets the worst in people. It gets people starts fights. Oh yeah. Killings. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, of course it does. It, drunk so driving. Like peso, and peso he he smokes. He doesn't drink. Yeah. He doesn't even drink. Right. You guys go gotta out. see Peso, man. He's got the glasses on. He's got that cool vibe about him. He's a chill cat. This is, this He's a chill cat until you make him not a chill cat. Yeah. We love to take it easy and have a good time. <laughs> there you go. We love to make beautiful music. So how do you, who's your inspiration in music? Um, Michael Jackson, uh, Little Wayne. Little Wayne, I like that. Lollipop song. Tupac. <sighs> Tupac's the best of all time. You go on. I mean, Drake, you, do, you, you know you do sound like Drake, I mean. There's a lot sounds, of hints of that. But you have to listen to the whole portfolio. It's, you have your own style, but you, have you to definitely listen to the whole portfolio here. because we do different songs for different sounds. We go in and what we'll do, we'll literally, he'll, he'll literally change his whole entire being. He'll, he'll put himself in a setting, we'll make him sound like something different. What's that Mike Tyson song about? Oh, shit. Um, I found that song. I found the beat for that. Uh, search for the sample for hours. So that was, that was something we also had to change because typically... My job is also to make everything Peso did. He, 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 he's, a, he's an artist, you know? And he's been an artist for years, and he's been making lyrics for years. He has books on books, like Eminem stuff, like just tons of pages nice, of man. lyrics. You know nice. what I mean? He's that type of guy who just scribbles. Yeah. Scribbles. He has, a, he has an arsenal of words, an arsenal of words of all mm -hmm. different type of calibers, mm -hmm. you know? Arsenal of scriptures. <laughs> That's right. great, man. But, but one thing that I'll be completely honest with you, Peso didn't do a good job with this, was making it like, Putting it into a business, you know what I mean? But how mm -hmm. could he? You know? Yeah. And there's talent. It's it's right, two different. Absolutely. There's no incompetencies. Right. And, and, that, and, that, and that, that was the thing is my job is to make it just legitimate. Provide him, get him to start making legal. You know, everything legal. Everything's copywritten. Yeah. You know, that's what is making a well-oiled legal machine. You know, that's what that's what you. So now what? What happens next, Tommy? What's going to happen with his career? How do you get? How do you get him to the next level? We have a. We have. I mean, there's we have a bunch of different. Things happening very quickly. Um, a few people. Well, you know what? You know what it is. 
I'm not, I had to think about it like this. I'm not in the music business, you know, I'm in the restaurant business and I'm, I'm, I'm a people person. I do, I do a lot of, um, I handle a lot of like our VIPs at Marble Room and high rollers, whatever, athletes and stuff like that. And that's, uh, one of the reasons why I didn't go to college was because not only was I learning so much from the experience I was getting at the restaurant and Sonny as a mentor to me, but also the connections. You can't mm. you can't put a price on connections. At working at Marble Room, think about how many handshakes. Oh, how many hands I shake amazing. a day. You never got that at college. Wealthy, oh. powerful people. And in think the about city. how many people your age, especially you grew up in, in internet and social media. Right. You don't. You guys don't know anything different. I mean, no. and how many nineteen-year-olds don't interact with anybody every single day? No. They are playing on their phone. Right. And that's what I'm saying. If, if I like you or not, you let like you, whatever. When you come into the restaurant, you're paying money. Treat everybody the same. Everybody's the red carpet. You know that's hospitality at its best. We're not, no matter we're what, not. if you're paying your money and you're tipping our servers, it's everything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay it down for you. We're you not know? saying don't go to college, but we're saying Tommy had those opportunities, so right. he's taking full advantage. Right, and, and, as and, he and if you don't have those some opportunities, people might what not. you make of it? It's all what you make of it. Exactly. If you sit on your couch, if you sit on your couch and eat Cheetos and yeah. play video games, you're never gonna. Well, you know. you know, people will say, "Oh, it was handed to him." Well, that's because they don't. But that's <laughs> that's the easy thing to say. That's but. kind of why I was. I went out with you know. I'm doing this thing with him. Yeah, you're doing your own shit too. Right. I mean, that's, that's, one, that's, that's, that's a huge my night. thing. That's what I'm but, doing but, how, but so what's how do you get somebody like this guy? How do you get him to the next to, to the next level? Where do you like go? I, like Where I, do I you said, go? I'm not. I'm not in the music business, so I'm not. I'm not. I can't try to. Put myself and be like, what would a what would a big time artist manager do, partner do for the next step? I can't do that. I have to think of what would Tommy do. What's my gut? What do I know? What I know is connections and stuff like that. I know internet and I know social media. So you know? you're, you're I run just... I run Marlboro's Instagram account. I, I laid out when we when we opened up Marlboro all that marketing and stuff for the opening. That was that was a lot of me, you know. So that that's that's kind of my thing. Is like I'm gonna treat him like if he was a startup in Silicon Valley. Or if he's a if he's a restaurant, brand new restaurant opening up, you know, it's a viral effect. Now with Instagram and stuff, it's so easy. So it's the social media, the internet, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Nate, if this was two thousand eight, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be I wouldn't go into it because it would take years for yeah. ROI, return on investment, everything. It would take years. We were at nine nine hundred followers last week. We were at three four thousand today. Hundreds of followers every night coming in. That was last week. Every 900. night coming in, tripling by the night. How? Just the continue. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't, don't want to. I don't want to talk too much. Gotta respect that. You know. I don't want other. I don't want well, other hey, rappers here. Hey, I don't want other rappers in the city listening. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's listen, how you, you guys are here. This is what we want to hear about. We want right. to hear about the success. How you guys are doing things. At the end of the day, it's it's, it's inspiration. It's a good marketing strategy. There are that a couple. I mean, you know, actually, some notes here. I'm not even looking at anything. I need to. Yeah, yeah, we want to hear. We want to hear about. We want to hear success stories. We want to hear about how you guys do things. You don't need to tell us all your secrets, but what's going on? You know. Well, you know what? It's something when you go into this, you have to look at what's the end goal. You have know. another have another sip of your drink and start hey. telling us more. Go ahead. What what's the end goal? <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> yes, I'm That's sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Tommy, what's the end goal? Go what's ahead. What's the end goal? Yeah. But it's important for any business. Yeah. What's the what's the goal? Why are you going into it? Right. You know what I mean? If you go into a business a lot of times to make money, you'll never see money. But if you go into it and say we're gonna be the best in business, he's gonna be the best artist he can be, and I'm gonna be the best manager, partner I can be, then the money will come naturally. You know what I mean? If you, if you put extremely hard work and if you rub the right shoulders, you put him in the right places. New Year's Eve, we, just for you know. That wasn't New Year's, that was Christmas. Christmas. Let me, let me we have to close. give you a story. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. so give the story on Christmas. Christmas Day. <laughs> Christmas night. It was Christmas night. I was eating with my family. Yeah. And my Christmas, dad was pissed. Yeah. Christmas Day, pissed I got a left from Tommy. Tommy told me, get back to the city. I was in Detroit. Uh, shot back to the city. 
Tommy told me to get dressed. Took my lady friend back to the house. My girlfriend took the house. We got dressed. We met Tommy at the Hilton. Tommy said, sit in the lobby. We sat in the lobby for 20 minutes. We meet him in the Rockefeller suite. 20 minutes after that, uh, what's this guy's kid? What's his kid's name? Jake Paul. Jake and Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Paul they're big up. internet influencers. Sure, yeah, they're huge. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know him before that. Yeah. You know? uh, I bet you that my, my, my daughter did. Of course, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, they're huge. They've got like tens of millions of followers, you can't, right? You yeah. can't put a price on that sort Their of Their YouTube exposure. is huge. Yeah, they did a celebrity boxing match, which was huge. Huge. Right? Yeah, yeah. We want to do that for him, too, actually. Yeah. Celebrity boxing match. Who do you want to fight? QC Money, uh, he, he popped up, too. You wanna, yeah, shout out to QC Money. You know Money. who was on my podcast? was uh, Pr- Pretty Love, Montana Love, from Cleveland. Professional boxer. Oh. Montana, oh, Too yeah, Pretty yeah, Love. Yeah, 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 too yeah. Pretty. He's got a nice social media following. Yeah, he could box. Yeah, he does. Montana. Yeah, he could. I don't know him. Peso has been training. Watching. I'm training. You've been training? Yeah, I train. I know how to box. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be somebody's though. ass. Yeah, so who do you want to fight? QC who? <laughs> no, no, no. I said shout out to QC, but I would fight QC. No fighting Q Money. You don't matter to me. Love Q Money. Nice, man. I fuck with Q Money. Hey, man, that, that'll be the next step. we got to get your little so, boxing match lined up. So, Christmas, it's, it's these type of stunts that Christmas night, my friend, <coughs> him, I don't know if you know him, Connor Blakely. No, I don't think so. He was, he, um, I, think, I believe he went to St. Ed's High School. He he's a type of guy, and there's not many of them that I ever, I I, I really O'Connor. never um, come across people like me at my age that have kind of like the same mind as me, where it's like they 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 left high school, they didn't care about their grades, you know, and they and they kind of took that everyone kind of shitting on them, right? Saying, you know what I mean? Right, right. You know, like, Tommy, how do you say you're smart if you're over there getting D's and F's every single math test? Yeah, know? because you just didn't care, like I said. My but when you have the passion and compassion, the I passion for something. Hate it. You know yeah, I mean? when you have Connor, the passion for this and the restaurant business, Connor Blakely was someone who I kind of, I kind of saw that in him, and it was, it was, a, it was a total parallel. But he called me on Christmas Day, and this is, this is my job. When I do, when I work at Marlboro, I get all sorts of um, high net worth individuals. They'll call me on the spot, no matter what I'm doing. You know, hey Tommy, we need a table tonight at eight. You know, seven thirty peak time. We don't, you know. And they'll hit you up like an hour, a couple hour hours before. before yeah. And the athletes, they're always the worst. You know, they'll go yeah. 30 minutes before. Yeah. And that's how it is. It's, it's fast moving. It's spontaneous. It's 24-7. You're on the clock all day long. Sure. So Connor hit me up and said, Jake and Logan Paul are in town from Calabasas, Hollywood and everything. They're from, they're, they're originally from Ohio. And they're, uh, I have to say, they're great guys. Are they? Really, okay, good. really extremely down to earth Good. Guys. Love Logan. Yeah. All that shit. Both, they're talking about Logan. Cool. Logan's cool as hell. So Connor called Who's me. talking shit wanna, about him? I mean, you know, the media has something to say about him for. Oh, like, just because he's flamboyant. Like, he's out there. And he recorded, he recorded some shit in Japan on accident. You know what I'm saying? So they're yeah. trying to black flag him. But uh, Logan, we fuck with you. We love you, Logan. Well, listen, you know what, man? All that does is that strengthen his brand. It, oh, does, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, exactly. They're just they're just feeding They're look feeding him. Look who's our president. Jay yeah, they're feeding him. Who's our president? They're feeding him for sure. Wait, is Logan the older one or the younger one? Logan's the younger one, right? Logan's the older one. Jake's the younger one. Logan wasn't who got the whole shebang going. Jake's. Logan's the bigger one of the two, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, gotcha, so, gotcha. so he kind of called me and said, "I have these two guys that they want to go to Marble Room tonight." Yeah. You know I mean, it's Christmas time. Marble Room wasn't open. Yeah. I told him I said, "Marble Room's not open. I can get the keys, and I can serve you." You know. No and shit. I can get bottles, of course. Who, I'll, do, where, I'll, where, do whatever, who, I'll do whatever to get cooked, a VIP who, who like cooked, that. Who cooked? Well, so like, so the thing is, a VIP like that, like Jake and Logan Paul, they post an Instagram. You know, at Marlboro Cleveland, you can't pay. No, you Whatever can't. those bottles of Don Julio awesome. 1942, I would have fed them that night, would not have added up to the cost. I would have paid them to post on their social media. Of course. And that's, of course. A day, and that's the day of age we live in. 
And that's what I say when Back I'm in the restaurant business. Back to where you're going. Yeah. Boom, um, I'm a connections guy. 11 million followers. At the end of the day, I'm in the favorite Mobile. business. So, so during, on Christmas, he called me and said, I need to get these guys in tomorrow. I said, my room's not open, but I'll make this happen. And he kind of told me what it's going down. He said he wants to invite like 100 girls. They're inviting 100 girls. So people literally started getting on their phones. He had like a team of 10 people texting girls from every county, recruiting girls. Jake Logan From here Paul, in Cleveland? Jake, yeah. From all over. Dude, these girls all over, from all over Ohio, 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 Pittsburgh, State whatever. Yeah. Ohio. Ohio too. If Absolutely. you were two hours away, you were coming. Yeah, you're Pittsburgh, coming. Columbus. You were coming. You were coming. You were coming. Detroit, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and it was like super hush-hush. Like, it was VIP. So, so wait, you, you, so you filmed Marvel? No, I'm going to give you the whole story. Yeah, please. Story. There was there was awesome. more stars so he, there so he's telling me what he wants to do, and Jake and Logan Paul just won't have fun. Well, you were there, Pace. That's all that counts. That's all that counts. That's all that Connor's telling me about what he wants for this party. You, Jake and Logan Paul, basically, they just want to have a lot of fun under the table without having any video cameras in their face one last time in Cleveland. Yep. That was their thing. Mm -hmm. And then Connor called me because I was, I'm the space guy, you know. Sure. A couple spaces. Um, and I told him basically. A little pinch? Yeah. Sure. To basically, it wouldn't. It, it, it couldn't work out in my room. I couldn't make it happen, but it wasn't the setting that we wanted. We wanted to play loud music. You know what I mean? So I have a, I have a friend, Chris Orlando, <laughs> who told me about this. Uh, <clears throat> told me about this presidential Rockefeller suite. I think it was actually a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame suite, but we went to the Rockefeller suite because we needed a bigger space. And it's at the very top of the Hilton. Whatever. Um, we paid the Hilton. <laughs> I had to pay the Hilton in all cash because I didn't want to put a credit card So wait, card you did not this. open up Marble Room, or you did? No, no, no. You did we went not. to the very okay. top of the Hilton. And probably had over sixty people in this suite. Um, no shit. So we called security. I had a security guy at the door with non-disclosure agreements for all of the everyone who comes through the everyone who comes through those doors had to sign a non-disclosure to not put up your phone. You're not allowed to take pictures of anyone walking around because when you got guys like Jake and Logan Paul just strolling around a party, you know, chugging liquor and stuff like that, and then Q Money came and Jessica I came, oh, and nice. came. So basically, and a couple of other celebrities that I'm not going to mention. That I walked outside. Tommy had these girls on the line on the wall, facing the wall, signing agreements, shaking ass. That is ridiculous, man. Why Facebook didn't you invite me? God damn it. Next, next time. Next, next time, time for sure. It was next, time. Yeah. next time for sure. That so basically, inside this huge party, we had, then there was like the bedroom of these suites and stuff. We had this bedroom with literally six just huge superstars in the room. And that was the room that I brought Pace. Why can't you say their names? They didn't want to, they didn't want there's anyone one, to know that they, no, no, they, no, no, no. I mean, there was Q Money, Jake, Logan Paul, uh, you know, DJ, you know, it was just a bunch of random yeah, people. Yeah, couple, couple of UFC a little guys higher profile. around, sure. you know, just random people. And then there's, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Q Money showed up. I brought him to the back. Super humble, humble, humble guy, guy. By himself with ear pods and stuff. Hey, and he's signing a non-disclosure agreement. And then I come out and I'm like, yeah, you don't got to sign that, you know. That's come so back. funny, here, here, here. man. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Was it, what, did it end up like meeting your expectations? Was it as fun as you could have I had no idea what to, what, what to expect going in. Yeah. My whole thing was everything I do, when I go out, when I go, I hate, the thing is about me, I hate going to clubs. Uh, me too. Man. No disrespect me to Bobby Ryder because I go to Magnolia all the time. I hate, hate <laughs> or going forward to clubs. in the summer, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I actually forward, I love going forward. Because it's outside, forward I feel fun. like coming to yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Forward's yeah. amazing. We got to hit forward. We should, we should do a little forward Sunday day party this uh, summer. We're going to do our album release forward. party of forward. Let's do that. You know, Bobby and I were texting recently. He said maybe we'll do a live podcast from the pool. Bobby's the man. Well, you know, he came on. Bobby and He came on like one of the first podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So we so might I, we might have to hit that up, do that do a little pool course, party the, the whole thing the party was live just imagine you you waiting for your hotel suite and you're sitting in the lobby and you see people going through the hotel lobby with speakers and a DJ equipment huge speakers they brought that up to the suite and, and set they're up going shop. and they're going to a suite they set up shop they're not a going club. to like 
in a, a ballroom. Yeah. Really? We set, up, we set up shop, a club, so and a suite. We had DJ EB, the most notorious DJ, besides Steph Blonson <laughs> and Heavy Dead in the Cleveland. He, he, came he in told me he's coming on the podcast, too. Either. Yeah? Yeah. So, uh, the, the whole thing was thrown for... What I was saying about clubs is I don't like to go out. You know, when I go to Magnolia and stuff, it's always about meeting people, networking. That's... If it was up to me, I would stay in my room and never leave and never talk to anybody. That's it. <laughs> I, I, but, love I, that. I, but I brush a lot of shoulders because I have to and I enjoy it. And yeah. And I'm yeah. talking to people. So, so the, uh, that was an epic night, huh? That whole thing it was, was an to get night. a picture. Christmas night. That whole thing was to get a picture. That's ridiculous, Christmas man. night. Merry Christmas. Is that why your dad got upset because you had to leave? Is that well, what you're I talking about? family dinner Christmas you family dinner to get a picture of Jake yeah. and Logan Paul with Peso. And, and, that was and, the whole thing. It was just a picture of Jake Paul with Peso. Right. And as soon as he gets a couple songs under him released... The picture is going to worth, be worth a lot of money. So, is the, so are marketing, any of your songs? So, your songs are not officially released yet. We haven't released any of the Tommy's. Torturous, uh, we're okay. not going to end. And we're going to torturous Tommy. What we've been doing is he's been. I told Peso just right now. All you need to be doing is staying out of trouble, take care of your family, and make the very best music you can, and keep working hard. And let's just let's build an arsenal of songs of a lot of different music, so we could go put forth to record labels. And eventually we're gonna we're gonna release them all, but it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a f- spontaneous thing. You know, what I mean, social media is like a wildfire. So you have a whole plan laid whole plan. out. You have a whole social media is like a wildfire. You want to pour it all out at once, pull all that kerosene out on at once, and then just let that wildfire just grow. And then with big profiles, you know, athletes in the city, it's all about retweets, reshares. That's what it's all about. Hey man, you're you're you with. Doesn't have to be like other rappers where he has to go to like around to ghetto bars and just absolutely you know hustle. Right, just wrapped. Right, like open mic nights. Exactly, and shit like that. that's what I'm saying. You could yeah. do that route, and that's how it was in 2005 and 2006. But we're in 2019 with the internet. Right, it's different, different game. And we're just not rapping. We're not in the box. So we're doing all type of music. All so type you, of music. Yeah. Did you hear earlier? Yeah. Yeah, we're not fucking around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you have a mix of R and B and rap, right? It's a, it's a little bit of a. But that's what Drake does too. I'm telling you. I mean, that's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, they're in for a treat this season. 2019. 2019's your year, huh? Yeah. Peso could rap the the most gangster rap, or he could sing the most seductive R&B song. Two different worlds. And he'll do them in the same night. Two different pesos. Yeah. There's many different pesos. Yeah, I've only been out the recording studio for a night. Many different pesos. Two days straight, so. Yeah. And then after he finishes a song at the recording... After he finishes (laughs) a song at the recording studio, after we finish recording, typically it's around 3 a.m., so I, I go home. I listen to that song probably over thirty times. You know, I really listen to it, and he does the same. I know he does because he tells me. And I know he does. Yeah, I stay up until the next. But then, day. but then, what does he do? He goes and finds another beat. I get him with another beat, Good and man. he starts running again. By the time the the morning, he's another hit. He, I mean, another hit. I mean, it hasn't come out yet, but he has another bang. I mean, at least he has some serious. He has some serious lyrics for sure. And then he goes yeah. in and he'll start freestyling. You know what I mean? He's that type of guy, though, and that's the type of guy I was like. I can work with him. If I'm going to get into this business, I can work with him. you got to stay late for the rituals. Did you uh, have this talent your whole life? When did you realize this? I've been writing music for like five years. I've been recording for two years. But when did you realize that you were talented enough to actually sing? Back when you were a kid? Um, no, I haven't been singing. I only only started singing since I met Tommy. Really? And, and what I've been doing is I've been pressing... That one song where you said he sounded yeah, like Drake? Nate. I've been pressing myself over and over in my kitchen. So I've been for hours. My girl will get mad at me at night and tell me to go to sleep because I'll be up. You just started singing a few years ago. Ace was not a singer. He is not oh, a singer. Oh shit! He was I've never. Been, a singer. I've been rapping for three, four. Years. I've been rapping for four years. He was a freestyling. I mean, he was. That's what he was on the streets of Miami. He was never a singer. Tommy asked me to make the best music I can. We wanted to get on the radio. I dug in my bag. In this day of age, this day of age, it's so hard to make money through music. 
it really is through the streamings now because everything now back in the day you'd buy records and you'd buy CDs and you would download it on iTunes and you would pay that it was a dollar twenty nine. Yeah, you remember that for us for a track? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember Album that. like fourteen dollars, yeah. and then one of them would be like a dollar seventy. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Why is that fifty good. cents more than the other guy? Yeah. This yeah. guy better be good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, nowadays you have Apple Music, Spotify, all these certain platforms of streaming where it, it has taken the the. It is so hard to make money off of one song. I mean, what is it for 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 one stream? Like the the dollar amount is for a million, stupid. For, low. for a million streams on YouTube, you get. A thousand dollars. A million streams equals a thousand dollars in revenue. Mm-hmm. But, but that, that's only revenue. That's what I'm saying. There's, you can't. That's not even it. the bottom income line. Correct. Yeah. There, there's. It's very difficult to make money off of selling music now on the internet because everyone there's so many different ways to stream it in other free ways or right. cheaper ways. You know, everyone's trying to get the next cheapest, easiest way to stream something. So yeah. you got people like Spotify, huge players in the industry, trying to go at how can they listen to this stuff cheaper and more. Give them more for the you know bang for the buck. No Tell doubt, man. No doubt, demand, no doubt. All this, and you have people like Title coming in. That's uh, they're they're paying more. If 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 we get him on Title, they're paying more. What's Title? I've never heard of that. That's uh, Jay Z's platform. Oh. He basically took. And that's off, brand new. He took off all of his music from iTunes. All of his like the Blueprints, uh, Reasonable Doubt album, all of those uh, classical albums. You can't go. So if I go to iTunes right yeah, now, you can't get a Jay Z song. Really? No. Wow. No. And you know what? Everyone else is going to start doing the same shit, too. But that's what it is. He takes it away. Yeah. That, that's what a boss does. Because everyone else... And, and that's what it is. You know what? We we were talking about this earlier. To be the best in business. Peso's going in this to be the best in business. He's not going in this to make $2 million and fade out in two years. To, right. be, a, to be a trap star. Right. He wants to be the best in business. He wants to set the trend. He doesn't want to... We don't listen to new music. We don't listen to Trippy Red or A Boogie or any of those guys. You know? You listen to the you listen to Michael Jackson and the old stuff. And you say, "How do we create the new wave?" No doubt. You know who I really love, and I know it's not your, it's not exactly what you get, what you do, but the weekend. Amazing. The weekend is the fucking Amazing. shit. Because he, he, he is ridiculous. He attracts everybody. Dude, he Who doesn't is love ridiculous, the man. He sounds amazing. To you want to go press your girl? You take her to the Marble Room. Exactly. And then you take her to El Venetian. Right. And then you come home and listen to some weekend. Absolutely. With a little after dinner drink. That, that. <laughs> that's, that's it, that's man. That's right. That's, that's right. Two point conversion. What are you talking about? It's a world. But hey, man, Peso, you seem like you're with the right guy here. I mean, this dude knows what he's doing. Tommy, you are I'm with the beyond, right you're, you're beyond your years for 19. I'll tell you that. I mean, just spending this past hour with you. You're well beyond your years for 19 I'm a, years old. I'm a weird guy, man. I don't, I don't read books. I really, I'm not. If you ask me to do a couple of like, open up like a math book and stuff like that, I'd struggle. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm a different cat. It doesn't make you successful or not. That's it's all about, you have to know what you're good at. You 100%. have to know what you're good at and know what you're bad at. Yeah, and stay in your lane. And that's stay it. in your lane. Do, be it. the best at it. Correct. And exactly. you have the energy and passion. Dude, you are fucking, the, the world is your oyster, man. The world is your oyster. Hopefully. And so is, do you have any other artists or is this is this just the first? Or we we'll, we'll we'll wait where you could tell us a little bit more. Sometime. I don't have any other artists, but I plead the fifth on the future. Gotcha. Big things, big things can happen. Um, the peso. Nice man. So uh, so we'll be seeing music released this year. Music. Oh, and within the next three, within the next week, there will be a song available on all of the platforms and all. Of the Just not a song, a hit record. Damn, Get ready dude. for it right now. You know what I love about Peso, man? He's so confident. So we both are. That quiet, well, you both, of course. You that's have to be. That's the thing. That's what we, you know, we have to be. You have to be, man. You have to believe you're the when best. When I met Tony, I told him I'm taking him to the Grammys. On the red carpet, Tony will have his little pocket rocket. 
Lakers will be at the graphic. Ah, there you go. Hey, man. Hey, man, listen. You guys absolutely can. Why can't you? You know? Exactly. Somebody's next. Somebody's. I remember, like, Ariana Grande, and then she was, boom. You know what I mean? Like, these young kids. You could make things happen so fast. So fast. So fast. We appreciate you. With the right right minds and the right hustle behind it. Well, dude, I appreciate you guys coming on because, first of all, this has been an awesome uh, conversation. Thanks. But... But and I'm excited to see what you guys can do in terms of getting this out there because uh, my podcast is still relatively new. I mean, I've only been doing this for over a, just over a I year know. now. This is number seventy-two. That's why we want to get on too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's growing, and and I really appreciate you guys coming on. You didn't have to be here. I heard so your thank conversations you. are awesome. Thank you. I watched. Thank you. I listened to whole Bobby Ryder one. I did have to turn off the Leo one. I'm not gonna lie. I probably lasted 45 seconds. I said this one's not for You're me. You're like, I'm not doing this. Love you. Shit, I love you, Leah, but I don't want to hear you talk about yeah uh, about your new life and all this other shit. lights and color. Yeah, yeah I, I understand that, man. I understand that. You know what relationship? Leah, when you this, Leah and I still talk all the time. Yeah, we have such a funny relationship. Right. right. We're, you know, because we're so, so she knows me better than anyone knows me. Yeah. She lived with me. Yeah. You know. So it's no, it's no hate. It's all love. It's that's beautiful, yeah. man. You're you have a healthy outlook on it. But, and that's what I'm saying. And. Really, like, but I, it, but it wasn't easy when she went off to San know, Diego. That had to be tremendously sucked. challenging sucked. for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he's it, but he's it, strong. It, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm extreme. I'm. I know I made the right decision by staying in Cleveland. Well, look at what you're doing now. Yeah, you'd just be lost. You'd be you'd be uh, uh, you'd be a one of a million. You know, a dime right. a dozen. Exactly. Yeah, one of a million. It's something you're not good at. Yeah. It never feels yeah. good. Yeah, and, and you're not doing anything. Pe- so you'd be still getting D's and C's, whatever. Getting D's and C's yeah. with a bunch of people, freaks around me. Yeah. And instead, you're making money. You're growing. You're learning. You're representing. The, you, it's all you, about learning. You're getting into this industry. We listen, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you're putting, you're having an impact, man. You're, 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 you're five years ahead of your of your colleagues. Tommy's massive. Right your, now. Yeah. He's big. So what's it? What's what's your what's your take on Tommy? What's your relationship like? What's he done for your life so far? Tommy, uh, Tommy got me. Tommy got me ready not to lose anymore. I'm not ready to lose. I'm not. I'm not uh, scared to lose anymore. There you go. Tommy got me ready not to lose anymore. Not scared to lose anymore. Um, in other words, to be versatile with my music. Uh, step outside the box. Give more emotion. Um, you know everything that I've been wanting to do that I haven't been that I haven't been doing because I've been kind of sketchy about it. I've been. <laughs> I've been taking care of it now because I met Tommy, you know. He's been pushing you. He's, He's been, been pushing me to the max. But you well, know what it was? Here, take that mic closer to you, Tom. When I, when I originally entered working with Peso, I was still working full-time at the restaurants. Okay, so this is when it was like really a true grind when I was working, like, you know, going into work, working a full Saturday night shift, which <coughs> was getting slammed, you know, yep. and running around like a Energizer bunny. And then after that, you go to the studio for six hours with this guy. He's another energizer bunny. You know, that's when it was. That's when. It, that's when it was really a grind. And I went into it just saying, kind of like, all right, this is something that I'm extremely passionate about, and I, and and Peso, I love him as a person. So I right. help him out as a person. So that's it's it's more of a natural thing where it's like the money will come. We're two we're two best friends working our asses off, making the best art that we can. Money will come. That's beautiful. That's what I'm saying. And it, it didn't feel like work. After I got off of work, what better thing could I be doing? Isn't that weird studio? how you could, when you meet somebody, though, real quickly, isn't that weird when you could just Absolutely meet someone and, and the energies, what, what, it's even the strangest even thing. Even if they're man. from the, the, the complete different part of the world. That's what I'm talking about. How can two people from so polar opposite backgrounds and be so close. just click I spend more hours energy. with him than anyone I've ever had. Yeah. Because you have to. 
and I have to know. And, and and it's enjoyable. This is like so you said. Enjoyable. This is not. This that's is not. It doesn't feel like work. And yeah. That's the most beautiful thing. When I go to school, it doesn't. It, it feels coming. Oh gosh, that's. I mean, really... I'm I'm listening to hey, people that. I'm an attorney, respect. man. I did a lot of work in school, and it's brutal. It's brutal. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. yeah. Brutal. Brutal. That's awesome, man. But I I went into a kind of just saying like. Not as serious as I was, and then I and then I saw Peso really really work hard. Mm. And it wasn't. It wouldn't be fair if I didn't do the same. If I didn't stop working in Marvel and Venetian, I'd do the same. Because at the end of the day, this is someone's life and family. And Peso, he doesn't make music for himself. He doesn't make music to go buy diamond chains. Right. He makes music for his son. I already got him. So, so, uh, so his son goes to the best private school in Hollywood. That's what. That's why he makes his music. Is your son still in Hollywood, Florida? No, no, my son's up here. No, he doesn't leave his son. He's forty. Yeah, he's four years old. Oh, okay. okay. I knew mean, he was going to come today, but yeah, I said this has to be you and I, Peso. <laughs> He would have stole the show, I'm sure. Oh, Amir, Amir, Amir's the real star. Yeah? Amir's the real one would be managing. Isn't it amazing how kids change your life? <laughs> yeah, they change, yeah. It's right? They just want to focus. Yeah. But it made me want to focus, too. I, I wouldn't be as focused if Peso didn't have a child that he was working for to provide for. If this was just for glitz and glam and girls. Right. You know, and the lifestyle. No. Yeah, I'm talking. At the end of the day, the end of the day that's what I said, the end goal. He's the type of guy, he looked at me when I started working with him, he said, when we make a ton of money, Tons of money. I want to go out and make real differences. I want to go to I want to go to Africa and expose the people where those diamonds are coming from, where these rappers in Atlanta are spending hundreds of thousand dollars on a chain. And how is that chain being made? Who got those diamonds? Pedro said, "We're going to reveal that when when we have the platform. You make your money, and then you have the platform to do great things, right? That's what it's all about at the end of the day." Yeah, people die for that type of stuff. People die for that type of stuff. But not a lot of people. A lot of a lot of people get rich and stuff, and they do the. So you're saying the diamonds are being made in Africa? No, they're not being made. I mean, they're being manufactured, made, but they're but they're also being dug up, and people get killed for that shit. Really, slavery, like you know, know, people get overtaxed for it. You know, underpaid. You know, the people finding the diamonds is all messed yeah, up. That's what I'm to it. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's a super it's messed a slave up. Trade type of really? Thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, don't sure. think, I don't think anyone, most people don't know that. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's the same. You run out of the reserve with a, with a couple dollars. <laughs> We're going to throw your ass in jail to kill you. But that's the thing yeah. with Peso. He teaches me something every day, you know? Right. As long as we come from different backgrounds, he teaches me on a life that I've never lived. You know, things that I can't relate with. I can't relate with sleeping in my car, you know, sleeping with my life. Stuff like that. I can't relate with it. Peso makes me relate with it, and then I make him relate with other things. And it's the perfect balance, perfect, perfect complement to each other. Perfect complement. Yeah. I just want to go to feed people, show love, meet new people, experience new things, make the best music I can. Will you do any live shows this year? I will do live shows, plenty of live shows. We're actually oh, playing the a tour right now. Let me tell you, when the when the music drops, the demand will be impeccable. We're going to Miami, <laughs> Florida first. Yeah. Okay. Got it. You should do a show at uh, the Marlboro. I mean, you got to do it at the one yeah, of the run. Yeah, run Huh? Not at Marvel. No? Maybe 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 we'll talk to Brennan on that one. Yeah, okay. All right. Because it'll be a good time. Can oh, I, yeah. Like, can a, like, a, man, like a forward, a forward that's show would be fucking yeah, awesome. That's what I'm saying. The summer would be awesome. You need, like, you need to be able to hold some people. And... What's your social media handle? At, for, at Forever Peso. For Nikki and T hashtag. Um, forever Peso. P-E-S-O. Yes. Okay. Right. We'll link it up, too. Yeah. That's cool. And Tommy, what what about your what's your social stuff? Um, you have a few. I believe it's at Tommy <laughs> underscore Sanito. I actually, you know, I made a personal Instagram account when I started dating Leah. Never had a personal Instagram account. Yeah, I just got off Instagram. It was always personal. it was always I always ran the Marvel account, the Open Asia account. That's how I lived through Instagram because I'm a private person. It wasn't until I realized like Instagram is crucial 
to building your own brand. Yeah, you have to it focus is. On owning your own brand. You know? Yeah. At the end of the day, everyone's your own brand. Yeah. If you're raising cap or whatever it is, you're your own brand and you're your own reputation. You posted a picture with Jake Paul, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's huge, man. That's huge. It's, 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 not, it's awesome. It's not huge because we don't have the music. It'll be right. huge once you have the music. Right. Then once this guy gets out there, once you really come on, release his songs already. He's itching. Look at him. He's, he's itching. He's frustrated. He's doing temper tantrum in the studio. He's frustrated. Like, really he's, he's literally made like 20, it was 20 amazing songs. Yeah? No, with, and we haven't released anything. Who are, who, who, anything. Before we finish off, who else would you guys like to shout out in terms of this team that you guys have formed? Are there anyone else? You said FaZe. Who else? We have a huge team. Yeah, huge, who else? Who else team. has been critical for you guys? There are a couple of people that are critical for us. Um, I'll say Billy Gura. One of my best friends. I know Billy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's um. He he manages LV, and he he's just like a second eye for me. You know, he's someone. He manages who? Uh, LV. He's mm. he's with Rip Flames day one. Billy's just you know thing about Billy is he's a complete um, polar opposite of me, and you need to have those type of people in your life. Yeah. Because Billy checks me because I'm a I, me and Pace are very similar when we lose our tempers, kind of little hotheads. And we're confident, mm -hmm. but we're but we're also we know what we're doing. You know, we're we're smart. And Billy's someone who's you know he practices yoga. He's so chill. Yeah. Another studio, another compliment to you. Right. When he yeah. comes in the studio and things get a little too like heated, you know, because he puts so much emotion into his music, things get heated. People scream. You know, he really he really gets he puts his soul out yeah. into that music. <laughs> yo, yo. That's yo, what I'm yo. saying. And I'm saying Billy Billy's always that guy who gets all the chill out, all the chill out. Just a cool guy. Okay, Super so Billy cool. Gura's been Billy Gura, one of them. Danny Schneider, Ty Russ. Kareem, what's Ray. Danny? What's Danny doing for you guys? He's, he's, a, he's just a good Dave friend. Jackson. Okay. Those are the real people. Those are my friends. Those are your circle. These are your circle. Yeah, yeah. My friends. I had to. I had to shut them out. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The no, real people. people. Danny's the man. I like Dave Jackson. He's Kalam. our. He's our engineer. Whole Buckley House. Whole Buckley House. Dave Jackson's our engineer. Kalam's our producer. Sincere's a publicist. That's been doing us a lot of work. Okay. That's beautiful, man. It's all about your team. It's all about your team. It's all, all about, about your energy. team, man. It is all about your team. You know what I'm saying? I'm move up you need one on one with him. You need one on one with who? With you. Yeah? A lot of questions. Yeah. Huh? I got to sit where you're sitting. Oh, that's fine. Okay. We're, we're, we're switching seats here, everyone. Just This is what's going on. So, uh, my man Peso's coming into Tommy's seat. I'm trying to give the people what they want <laughs> before I blow up and then got to the town. <laughs> I said what I had to say. It's Peso's turn. All right, it's fun listening to yourself on this shit now. Look at that. Listen to myself all the time. Look at him. So what's up, man? I'm trying to get a people tell us before I blow up and um, don't have any time. <laughs> I like you. I like you. You cool. Thanks, brother. Thank you so much. It's been a good time. I'm really happy you guys came. This has been one of the most fascinating podcasts I've had. And again, I need to get another. This makes me realize I need to get another microphone, another headset, yeah, so we can again. start expanding this. We this again. Yeah, yeah. But this is beautiful. Your setup is nice. Thank you, man. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful well, house, beautiful vibes. Beautiful thank you, man. label. I know. I'll, He's providing the best hospitality. I'll hey, say. man, I can't host you without. I, I got to be a hospital. No, true, yeah. true gentleman. I got to show hospitality to the hospitality master over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, so, what do you want to shout out to the people? Um, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I grew up in Cold Springs. Moved to Pompano Beach, where I uh, originally heard music and got to dancing and rapping and freestyling and stuff like that. I was exposed to a lot of things. Um, my brother Boston was the one that influenced me with dancing and writing music and everything. Um, and the streets of Fort Lauderdale just took over. Uh, the people that I met influenced the music, different backgrounds. Went to school with Haitians, Jamaican, Spanish. Um, 
Brazilian, it's Argentinian. Matter of fact, my best friend is from Argentina. His name is Gustavo. Uh, Fort Lauderdale in Miami. Uh, one of the best places you could ever visit. Best vibes. And that's where most of the music comes from. Yeah. yeah. Fort Lauderdale is a badass place, man. Love that. Love Fort Lauderdale. Beautiful. 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 I want to play. I want to play some Fort Lauderdale. Same one. as Miami. I love Miami. Miami's ridiculous. Miami. I'm going, I'll be in Miami in two Miami weeks. Like Delano. Shout out to Delano. Yeah. I'll be there. It's like New York on the water. Yeah. It has turned into such a hospitality nightlife fashion hub. It's absurd, it's man. Hub. It is absurd. Hub. This dude Peso looks like he would own Miami. Enter- Come entertainment on. hub. But you know what it is, Nate? Too. I have to say this real quick, Peso. If it is so important that. People investing in a lot of money in the city of Cleveland, in the real estate, in the restaurants in Cleveland, that they do not take for granted how important it is to have a music culture. Look at cities like Nashville, Atlanta, Huge. LA, yeah. Miami. All have music cultures. All have entertainment. That's a great point. They all have entertainment cultures. And these guys, a lot of people in the city, they're looking at what's the next best cuisine. What's the next best? What's the next best building that's gonna? But at the end of the day, there's not enough people living in the city. You have to redefine Cleveland to make Cleveland. Why do people, young people, move into the city? Make it a true tourist attack, attraction. Right. We have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah, but no rock and roll, but no rock and roll in the city. No it's the, ridi- it's the most ridiculous thing. Most that we ridiculous have. thing. That's something you it's have so to bring back. It's so out of place. It's so out of place. You have to bring it back. Yeah. And that, and that, that's that's huge, trying, man. That's, what, that's, that's huge. I'd love to, to see this we're fucking city. To do that. This we're city, to do that. this city needs a, a, needs a, a spark. They, they, they've they've done a decent job with the flats and bringing mm-hmm. these things back and these clubs and the Absolutely. restaurants and all these Absolutely. different. But but what you're talking about is is people. You, a, got, you need the human it's capital, an, it's man. Another you need it. And it's 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 something bigger than how people, how other people view in the world. At the end of the day, they don't travel to Cleveland every day. But if there's music coming out of Cleveland, music's everlasting. There's a you lot of talent. People still listen to music. You know? There's a lot of talent coming out of Cleveland. You, you like those Instagram accounts, like I'm from Cleveland, and those those B I F C. They all leave. They all leave. Yeah. They don't set up shop in Cleveland because there's not the platform. That's what I'm saying. You have to create that platform in Cleveland. So rappers, singers, anyone, artists, set up shop and lay their aches in the city. It's crucial. Crucial. And that's what you're working on. That's what I'm working. That's on. what he's working on. That's he's what I'm working on right now. Yeah, I've been building my brand. And that's, for and that's three also years. kind of kind of what I'm telling my dad too. If you're if you're investing in the city and buildings and investments in the city, dude, you got to look on the other side. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a valid yeah. thing for a lot of these really wealthy guys investing hundreds of millions of dollars in the city. You have to think about the culture and why is how do you make Cleveland a cool city you, to live in? You know what's so interesting is that with the technology shift over the years. People like you guys, 19, 20, 25, 30 year old people, are more, have better insight into how to make a business successful than people that are 50, 60 years old. Be- only, not because those people are not smart, they just haven't been part of this technology. It's the reality of it. But, and it's switched, it's flipped, it's amazing. It's, in- it's insane. What else, man? What else do you want to finish off with? Anything that we haven't talked about? Building a brand for four years, three logos, um, four Nikki and T, uh, hats from Japan, shout out Bukas, um, shout out to Pompano Beach. Uh, we got new music coming. We've been working hard with Faze Jackson. 2019 is our year. At Forever Peso, the number four ever, E-V-E-R, Peso, P-E-S-O, Instagram. Hashtag for, 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 uh, for Nikki and T. Um, we've been working hard, man. Hope y'all stay tuned. It's a wrap. Thanks, boys. Appreciate you guys Thank coming. You, Let's do it again. It's been a All pleasure. right. Thanks so much, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys Thanks. coming. Thanks for having us.